Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. I want to first thank my Heavenly Father for waking me up, blessing me this morning, and also giving me the activities of my limbs. I'm not going to say my limbs are all that great, but we're going to let it do what it do is basically what's going on. Now, today is Tuesday, and on Tuesdays is when we basically normally host the show from the pulpit to the couch, where you receive biblical teachings from someone in ministry, as well as here from myself, Jeanette Abney, a licensed marriage and family therapist. Now, today's topic is a very, and I always say interesting topic, because I try to talk about things that we can relate to. Now, today we're going to be talking about deliverance. Now, we talk about being delivered. I've heard that term before, or I've been delivered, I've been set free, or I need to be delivered. Lord, please take the taste of this out of my life, out of my mouth, whatever it is. So we're going to be talking about that because I am finding out that when we talk about deliverance, deliverance occurs in the Bible, in the Old Testament, and it has two different meanings. The first is to give over unto possession or power to another, meaning I delivered this to someone. The second refers to the acts of God by which he rescues his people from danger. However, can one go about being delivered from themselves? Because often it appears that many individuals can become their own worst enemy, and they may find it difficult to get out of their own way causing harm to self or others. Now, again, I'm a licensed therapist, so I have individuals come to me to talk about a variety of different things. Now, in some of these areas, we have to take responsibility and we have to own our stuff. And then there's situations that, you know what, I'm in this situation, Lord, I don't know what to do. So let me log on Lady T, who's going to help me with this topic today. Good morning, Lady T. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> I am well. I am I'm well. I made it back to the CPT. So I'm you know, I'm trying to mm-hmm. really go in and clean out my room because I need to clean up some stuff, you know. We talk about deliverance, mm-hmm. we need to be set you know, we all need to be delivered from something like your husband used to say, we either going through, being through, or we go go through something. Now, when we talk about right. deliverance, what what came to your mind when I called you and said, hey, let's do this show today talking about deliver me from myself? <laughs> what came to your mind? Well, be, that, that needs to be said because a lot of – we blame, and I say we because mm-hmm. we've all done it. We blame other mm-hmm. people for our situations, our messes, our circumstances all the time, and we never take the time to stop and look at ourselves mm-hmm. and the part we play. And we play the major role. The major role. We have the leading position in our life all the time. So I like that. But we, leading position. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have, yeah, we always have the, the main part. We're, we have the leading role mm-hmm. in our life. And mm-hmm. it's how we play it. And sometimes we don't mm-hmm. play it right. But we make the choices. So we need to deliver ourselves from our choices because we can't blame someone else for what we decide to do or what we allow them to do to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, can't because do that. I've heard people say, I'm, I'm, I'm working on a healing or I need to be delivered from da 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 And in church, what I've often seen is people go to the altar. They run to the altar to be set free from addiction, from, you know, from sin. They, that's just basically what individuals do. But when we start talking about that, and even just running to the altar, let's talk about just basically just deliverance. What, what does that mean biblically to be delivered or ask for deliverance? You you have to when you run to the altar and you want deliver you have to want to be delivered first of all you have to want deliverance. A lot of people run to the altar and 
they say they want to be delivered, but it's just they feel guilty for what they've done. And then they go right back mm-hmm. and do it. So they keep running to the altar. The same ones keep mm-hmm. running back because they're not delivered mm-hmm. because they're still actively doing what they want to do. Now, deliverance is like, mm-hmm. okay, Lord, I'm letting this go completely. I'm not revisiting anymore. I'm done with it. Forgive me. When you ask for mm-hmm. forgiveness, then that's mm-hmm. when you want to be free of it. You want to be delivered of it. But if you ain't asking for forgiveness, you're just like, Lord, I, I don't want to do this no more. I'm just tired. Da, da, da. But you ain't saying forgive me. You ain't saying take this mm-hmm. from me. So you ain't ready to mm-hmm. give it up. So pretty there much you you're just putting on a show for mm-hmm. <laughs> Would you say you're not ready to give it up or you even want to do it in moderation? You know, you don't want right. to be convicted right. of it. You don't want right. to feel right. bad about it. You ain't ready to give that up yet. Yeah, you, you want to ease on to your it. way out. Right. <laughs> right, you want to you ease your way out. Your way <laughs> yeah, they want to ease their way out. If I go to, mm-hmm. they don't understand, running to the altar all the time, that doesn't, that's not a good look because that means you're still carrying what you thought, what you said you was delivered from last week and the week before that and the week before that. So you keep you mm-hmm. keep going. That's not a good look because that means you have not let it go. And that means you're probably still blaming somebody else for it. You haven't accepted the fact that it's you holding on to it, not someone else holding a gun to your head and keeping you in it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's as you, you were saying that, when you were saying that, let me see, I was thinking about your cousin and how she would always be at the altar. You said, and Maria would say, go get her. Go get her. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but we didn't know what she was going through, and she probably needed to be set free from some of the thoughts she had in her head or some of the things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't know always what a person needs to be delivered from. We may think we know, or we may want to tell them, and sometimes you got to have that conversation. you got to develop that relationship. Right. And that's where I think a lot of people get caught up. They get stuck there, okay? Absolutely. Hey, Nancy, I see you watching. No, you can call in. We're talking about deliver me from myself, meaning I am in my own way. Nobody brought me here mm-hmm. to this place but me, but I need God's help to get me out of this. But like I said, sometimes we can get so caught up, Lady T, to where can't nobody get us out of it but God. You know, especially right. if a person is struggling with an addiction, some type of immorality or mentality. We got a lot of stuff we got going on right now, a lot. Yeah. And it's not something that you yeah. should be ashamed of when you talked about repenting. Now, when we talk about repent, some people will say, I'm sorry. I did a, a domestic violence mm-hmm. email group the other day, and I was showing the film or the clips of the movie on Family Reunion where Blair Underwood was abusive towards his wife, and yeah. they had needed to be delivered from himself because he had so much abandonment issues. He had so much mm-hmm. toxicity inside of him. He was taking it out on other people. And when I right. showed the women clip, the one thing he said on that scene when she was trying to escape, he said, I'm sorry. And mm-hmm. she looked at him and when she he was she wasn't buying, he said, But I said I'm sorry. Like, in other words, she's just supposed to forgive you for all that you've done. Just because you said you're sorry when you know you're not sorry. Sometimes that's what we do with that deliverance. We'll say, I'm Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm past that, better than that. But it still can come back and bite you in the butt. That's right. So just saying I'm over it, that don't mean you over it. Because when Mm -hmm. you like, okay, with me, when, when I went through some things in the military, a lot of bad things happened to me. I wasn't over it, and I wasn't delivered from it, so um, I was blaming everybody, and I was I was blaming myself then, too, because I was like, how could I let this happen? What, 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 this, 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 and I was just, just putting the blame. I was all over the place, but when I did go to the altar, and pastor was like, he said, God said, if you let it go right now, he'll, he'll deliver you. He'll heal you, and I did. I just screamed and yelled, and I let it all out, and from that day, I was able to speak about it and not cry and not be hurt. I was able to speak about it and not be ashamed, you know, because I was finally free and delivered. So I was able to speak about it. And guess what? It helped other people because I was able to speak about it 
other people came forward and was like, this is happening to me, and I don't know what to do. And when they heard my story, it opened that door. So once you are delivered from yourself, you can help somebody else because while you're being delivered and while you accept responsibility and you ask for forgiveness, you step out, it's, you don't know who you're helping. You're helping someone that's, else to make that transition. That's, I like that because the deliverance is a transition. It don't always happen yeah. overnight. You know, I work with no. individuals, ladies, that are in, suffer from addiction, and they will tell mm-hmm. me, well, we have part of recovery. And I will say, but a, a violation is a violation. So they would want me mm-hmm. to just accept the fact, in other words, you know I'm going to screw up. I get that you go screw up. But once you've been delivered mm-hmm. and you've been set free from addiction and addictive behavior, you should mm-hmm. know, go back to the same people, places, and things that may get you in trouble. And that's where a lot of times mm-hmm. individuals get up because they feel stuck. They feel like, yes. well, what else am I, am I supposed to do? And what am I supposed to say? And that's part of when you mentioned in regards to being set free, what does that look like? It can look, uh, it can look different to everybody. You know, everybody is yes. not bound saying the same thing. Right. Absolutely. So I'm looking for you know? some information. And when I was looking and I was doing a Google search, and it's what I'm looking at on my phone. And it talked about what is the biblical meaning of delivered, meaning the biblical meaning. Now, when I talk about the biblical meaning, meaning what does the Bible say? What does it say in regards to the word, the word of God? To set free and lead us, not a temptation, but deliver us from evil. That's in Matthew. From evil. To yes. take, take and hand over or leave for another, convey, deliver a package, so when we start talking about whatever it is that you're holding on to, whatever it is that you feel that's holding you bound, whatever. I've heard people say, deliver me from gambling. Deliver me from mm-hmm. uh, gluttony, excessive food. Deliver me from a person. Because sometimes you've got to be delivered from certain relationships. Now, what does delivery mean to me? To save or rescue someone from someone are some things. And with today's topic, that someone could be you. You could be standing in your right. own way. Right. And that's where, when, for some reason, what came up with this topic is I was dealing with something with my son. And that song kept coming on, Lord, deliver me. Because all I seem mm-hmm. to do hurt me. And when she broke out and she sung it again and you know, I'm like, it's like somebody's just screaming, like, help me. Lord, deliver me. Because sometimes we get so deep into stuff that we don't know mm-hmm. what to do. We don't know where to go, and we don't know who to turn to. So even when we talk about our higher power, and it says that Jesus Christ is the deliverer of mankind because he rescues all from bondage, of death mm-hmm. and the repentance from the penalties of sin. So it's That's not right. something you should be ashamed of. And you know, let's no. say, for someone like you were telling your story about the military, for many years people were silent in regards to things yes. that happened to them in the at work, you know, especially with women. But it also happened to men too. There were some things that happened to men in the military also. And they can't right. blame themselves for those situations, not realizing that all of it was not your fault. But holding on to it, the pain is where individuals need to be set free from that. And that's where forgiveness yeah. plays a role. But if you hold it on, you don't say nothing, you don't do nothing, that's when you may be standing in the way of your own deliverance and being set free from that bondage. Right. So That's right. do let other women know, hey, you know what? I can speak up now. I don't have to be afraid or ashamed or worried about what they're going to do, what they're going to say, right. how they're going to think of me. I've been delivered from that. You know, when I come to caucus, I listen to a lot of things that people say about me. That was the old Jeanette. I don't respond and react as quickly 
and say sometimes I'm going to be pushing my buttons, but I don't need to react as <laughs> as I did situations when I was 16 and 17 years old versus what I do in my 50s. Because I've been delivered from a lot of that stuff. I've been healed from a lot of those things. I'm not that same person. So that's part mm-hmm. of what that means. And that gives other people hope when they know that, yes. you know what, she may have changed. So we start right. talking about the meaning and what is the meaning of delivered us from all evil. Now, that don't mean evil people just ain't going to be coming around. It's just, you know, it's going right. to happen. Now, the here is deliver us from his power, of his snares, of his arts, of his temptations. Satan is supposed to be the great parent of evil, and to be delivered from him is to be safe. We want to be safe, but sometimes we get in our own yeah. way. Ladies, right. what do you have to say about that? Well, because, you know, in the Bible saying not. So if you angry mm-hmm. 20 years later, you sinning. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're still holding on to something and you're not delivered. And something we need to understand is we can't be delivered from ourselves when and we're not delivered from ourselves when we keep going to others trying to get them to agree with us that it's someone else's fault. Mm-hmm. You're you know what? I, door. It's like that gallery. We want other people on our team. We want yes. them to agree yes. with us. That's still right. Yes. That's still yeah. Still and what? Do. Yeah. It will. And what it's doing is it's opening doors that shouldn't be open because you don't know what's behind that door and all that stuff is attaching to you so you're just walking around still thinking you're right and it's you that need to be delivered because you go into everyone who will listen now when you get delivered all them people you talk you be like oh my god i never should have talked to them i never should have said nothing and you know i know because i've been there and i can talk about mm-hmm. it and then you narrow it down and you know who you can talk to who got your back and, and who got your best interest and who going to tell you, no, nah, no, nah, you you ain't right. You need to do this. You need to stop doing this. You need to fix this, you know. But if you get someone that's mm-hmm. continually agreeing with you, first of all, they ain't listening to you. They're just like, yeah, you're right. You're right. You don't have to. No. <laughs> no. I like that. What you say? They're not even listening to you. They just go like, yeah, they're not they even like, listening. I ain't got time. Right. They're just saying you're right. right. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. so they're not even listening. <laughs> they're just like, okay, yeah, and and that's mm-hmm. it. And you're just like, yeah, I'm right, I'm right. And you're still walking around looking crazy. And the thing is, when you when you need to be delivered and you don't recognize you need to be delivered, other people do. True. Because you that's carry true. you yeah. carry it around you with you, you and you need to let it go. And all we have to do mm-hmm. is go to God. We know what we need to do. Well, all we need to go is God and ask him to deliver us, say, Lord, it's me. It's nobody else. It's me standing in the need of prayer. Deliver me. I realize that it's me now. I realize that I messed up. I realize that I said that. I realize that I started that. I realize that I did that. And I want to wow. be delivered from it. I don't want to do that anymore. Wow. But you got to You got to be free. Yeah, you got to be sick and tired of being sick and tired. When you said that, right. it just gave me cold feels. It's just like, wow. Now, according to the Bible, your first step in overcoming, because we talk about temptations, we talk about sin, is to turn to him in repentance and faith. Now, acknowledge that only Jesus Christ can make you right before God. He died in your place to satisfy the just wrath of God against your sin. And he rose from the dead to prove his debt was paid. Your debt been paid. When you've been yeah. delivered from something, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. For the past, I think it was, ooh, it was last Tuesday, I was dealing with something with my son. And I've been dealing with stuff with my son for years. Now, I cannot set him free from whatever it is he got going on because that's between him and God. And sometimes we have opportunities and we have resources, but we got to realize that when God bring something your way, it's on God's time. You can't just, oh, I'll do that later. Oh, I'm not ready now. And I had a conversation with my son, and I gave him resources. I gave him options. And his thing is he 
And alcohol, do not get alone. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is not He knows right. it, but he don't know how to go to God in prayer and ask to be delivered from the taste of alcohol because he wants alcohol. And even right. though he gave me BS, and it was so lined up, Tammy, to all he had to do yesterday was go to a place in Carlsbad for free for a 10-day detox. Mm-hmm. But instead, wow. it because we were supposed to go to the place on Monday. Girl, instead, right. why go and find a beer in the refrigerator and drink it and lie about it? Drink, oh, Lord. lie about it. One minute you like, okay, Mom, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's like, what is your plan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he ain't ready. But the same thing he experienced on those streets when I changed the lock on my door, he will experience it again if he keep on this, with this behavior. Because if you don't ask for deliverance, I'm going to ask God to deliver me from you. Right. Because right. it becomes toxic. And that's what people fail to realize. Sometimes we yes. have to be delivered from toxic relationships. Sometimes right. we got to ask, Lord, I'll never forget one time my mother told me, and I'll never forget, I didn't understand it. There was a woman that used to, I used to work with, and then I gave her a job. She worked for me. But this woman was just toxic. She was just causing so, so much mess. My mother said to me, Jeanette, I prayed for that woman to get out of your life, and you brought her back. Why you do that? <laughs> First of all, I know my mom prayed for me, but, like, but my mother knew that this woman was a danger for me. She knew that this woman was toxic and was trying to sabotage my business. That's exactly what that woman was doing. Like they said, the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But yet, mm-hmm. I thought I was safe. I wasn't safe, but my mother knew. Mm-hmm. And she stood up and told me, why you do that? So sometimes we get in our own way, and when the stuff went down, I couldn't blame that woman. I did that. Right. I brought her in. And I had no business right. doing that. I should have left <laughs> alone. Some things we need yeah. to just leave alone. And we don't need to go That's back right. to it. We, we just don't. I was, I was just about to say that. When we, when we look in the mirror, we ain't seeing none of the people we talking with or dealing with. We see ourselves. We are yep. our own worst enemy. And once mm-hmm. we deliver ourselves, once we are delivered, there's some things we're just not going to entertain anymore. You're just not going to entertain it. There you go. You're going to be like, nope. There you go. Ain't nope. It ain't, it ain't got it. time because you see it. You see it immediately, and you're like, nope, ain't doing that. And then we learn not to be enablers. We're not going to enable someone else because we know what we just went through. We know we had to figure out it was us, and we had to be delivered from it. So you're not going to enable nobody. You're not going to let them. You're not going to give them the time of day. Well, well, what did you do? And uh, 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 they start stuttering. Well, well, uh, uh, I didn't do nothing. No, what did you do? What part did you play? So first of all, Go over the parts you played. Go over what you said and did, and then mm-hmm. be delivered from that. Ask mm-hmm. God to forgive you for that, and then go back and revisit the situation. Mm-hmm. I bet you'll be I different give because the now. Mm-hmm. I want to give now the that I'm delivered. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I want to give ahead. the listeners some in regards to repent, because a lot of times, like I said, yes. many times people were taught to say, I'm sorry. If I say I'm sorry, you're supposed to leave me alone. If I say I'm sorry, you're supposed to let it go. If I say I'm sorry, that means I acknowledge what I did and I'm not supposed to do it anymore. But when we talk about right. repent and repentance, and we've done shows in regards to repentance, many individuals don't know how that works, but I want to get some information about the principles of repentance. One, we must recognize our sins to repent we must admit to ourselves that we've sinned. You gotta admit it. I did this, screwed up, shouldn't have done this. Number two, we must feel sorrow for our sins. Now, just because we feel sorrow doesn't mean we gotta beat ourselves up. It doesn't mean we gotta punish ourselves. Right. 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 Forsake our sins. We must confess our sins. We we must make restitution. 
Now, restitution doesn't mean we have to be manipulated by another. Right. Sometimes people want to punish for things that we know we've done wrong. You don't have the right to punish me. You know, one thing I admired about Pastor Hammond, he used to always say from the Church of God of Christ, praying the Church of God of Christ, I don't have a heaven here to put you in. And you know Mm -hmm. what? That lets you know or lets people know when I make my institution, I'm not trying to buy your friendship. I'm not trying to buy my way out of it, but I know Mm -hmm. I've done wrong. And we must forgive others. If you want to be forgiving, you also got to forgive too. You can't just be selective in regards to who or what you want to forgive. And we must keep the commandments of God. Those are some of the things that we have to do, and those are what's called the principles of repentance. So we have to gain a better understanding and have more knowledge when we talk about these things because a lot of times, Lady T, many times we say things we don't even know what we're talking about. Mm, We sure don't. (laughs) <laughs> because if you want to be healed, delivered, say, set free. <laughs> set free. Yeah, on the yeah. healed, delivered, set, set free. free. Yeah. Well, That's right, because who God says free is free indeed, right? There you go. There you go. But when we talk about giving it over to God, I used to hear the old individuals, the mothers of the church, say, baby, turn it over to the Lord. Baby, just pass mm-hmm. it over to them. How long are we going to take care of this? This is taking a bit too long. This is really bothering me. Now, when we start talking about to give it up or give it over, we got to be sincere with that. Because, like I said, a lot of times we we play with ourselves. Now, I'm looking at something, and it says, got question. What does the Bible Mm -hmm. say about deliverance? Deliverance defined as a rescue, a bondage, or danger. Deliverance in the Bible is the act of God whereby he rescues his people from peril. And we talked about mm-hmm. the Old Testament. Now, primarily on God's removal of those who are in the midst of trouble or danger. And like I said, sometimes we do it to ourselves. It's not always another person that's our enemy. Sometimes we're our own enemy. Because in First Samuel seventeen thirty-seven and in Second Kings twenty, chapter twenty, verse six, from the hand of wicked. Now, and they got other scriptures, and it talks about how he preserves them from the famine or from death mm-hmm. and the grave. The most striking examples of deliverance is the exodus from Egypt. Now, I'm not a Bible scholar. I'm not a Bible thumper, and I don't claim to be. You know, as long as you've been knowing me, I never have. Mm-hmm. But when I said mm-hmm. song in my this is my exodus, can you please explain to me? What that means? Because they talk about the most striking example of deliverance is the exodus from Egypt. What was that about? Say that again, because we it broke. Oh. What does it mean by the Uh-oh. exodus or the exodus from Egypt? Wow, that's where it's clearly defined. Now here it is, right here. It says in the Exodus three. Chapter 3, verse 8, I mm-hmm. have come down to the, mm-hmm. from the hands of the Egyptians and to bring them up out of the land to a good and broad land, a land flowing of milk and honey to a place where of the Kenites and they got the Hittites, the Amorites and all of them. That's what I need, Dan, to steal to pronounce all these words. I'd be like, what the heck but that's where he took them from one place to another place. He delivered them. Mm-hmm. Here yeah. is God defined as the deliverer of Israel who rescues the people, not because they deserve yeah. to be rescued, not because it says, but as an expression of his mercy and his love. Because he loves right. us enough that we can be set free. That's right. Now, in the New and- Testament, God is the subject and his people are always the object of deliverance. And the descriptions of the temple of deliverance in the Old Testament serve as symbolic representation of the spiritual deliverance from sin. So that's where we kind of, some people get it confused. 
You know, you can take me out of this position. You can take me out of this place. You know, I could say mm-hmm. back in 2005 or two, you know, throughout 2005, 2006, when I tell individuals I was fired three times in one year, I lost a job three times in one year, most people would have mm-hmm. given up. I couldn't give up. I had just got married. I had just bought this big old house. I had just mm-hmm. got my degree. So I was delivered. I was taken from one position with the county and placed in another position as a business owner, as a person that can give jobs. My financial situation increased, but then it was, uh-oh, I've been delivered from that. I wasn't set free because some people were pissed off at me, but I didn't know what God was doing in my life. But he put me in a position to be able to help people. And then what I did, I brought people from the place that I was fired from and gave them jobs coming to work with me. So mm-hmm. sometimes God can remove you from situations without you even right. asking him to do it. He can make right. your life so uncomfortable, you don't have no choice, baby. you got to do something. See, like my mother used to say, you That's better right. take care or get up. Because if you sit on the pot long enough, you're going to push it out anyway. So those are some of the things that we don't even acknowledge because sometimes we will ask God for something that we really don't even want. Or sometimes right. we ask him for something we don't even need because we got to remember that God yeah. is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, right. he will also provide a way out so that you can stand yes. up under it. Now, in Corinthians, he always makes a way. Mm-hmm. He's going to make a way out of nowhere. In these cases, rescue is not immediate. But in due time, after patience, he has had the perfect work. And in James mm-hmm. 1, 2 to 4, God makes the way of escape simultaneously with temptation, which in his perfect will and timing, he permissively arranges or allows for his people. I didn't even think about being delivered because, yeah, I would be retired from the county by now. I'll be getting another retirement check. But mm-hmm. God had bigger plans, much bigger right. plans for me. And even when I was right. under attack, I survived. And so some, now mm-hmm. I have the ability that you talk about with what you work with women and talking to people about what you went through with the military. When they hear your testimony of how you've been delivered, how you've been set free. But you can't say, if somebody would say, Jeanette, you ready to open up a business? Nope, not right now. I got to save some money. I got to do this. I got to do I don't know an LLC from an S-Corp to a C-Corp, but I know now. Like you and I were talking mm-hmm. today about conditional use and we talking about all this. I wouldn't have never known that if I wouldn't have been delivered and set free from that job. I wouldn't have had no reason right. Would not have had a reason I- so we yep. talk about his mercy and love. God's mercy and love ain't like um, people's mercies and love. We want people to give us mercy and love. They give us conditions and stipulations and everything. Else. <laughs> like, I can't afford your yeah. friendship. You too expensive. You know, even in relationships sometimes, even in marriages, it just becomes too much. Just yeah. too much. Too much. And I don't know why some so, people think, it's because you hold a certain position or a title that you you don't need to be delivered from yourself. Yes, you do, because you get mm-hmm. into stuff and you get drawn away from your own lust and you start doing things you ain't got no business and you stay in it because you want to stay in it. And you be like, oh, I can't leave. No, you can leave because God makes a way of escape for us out of everything. But guess what? Sometimes mm-hmm. that escape is telling the truth, and we just don't want to walk in that. We don't want to be truthful. We don't want to be honest. Yeah. So we don't want to take the way of escape because we have to be honest about things. True. So we'd rather just true. keep living a lie and stay in what we're in instead of being delivered. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that's not Because, healthy. like I said, instead of my son agreeing to go to rehab where he didn't need a job, it was free, mm-hmm. you got a place to stay, they got a homeless ministry to help you to be able to get back on your feet and get your own, you would rather mm-hmm. be like, and my mama ties up, no, but we ain't going to stay here for free. That you're not going to do because then I'm hurting you and not 
helping you because you need to be delivered from yourself because you're in your own way. And I can't allow right. it. I, I'm not going Now, while God is a great deliverer, there are no manipulations, ploys by his people mm. to a of deliverance are totally his initiative and express his mercy and his love. And I've talked about that a little bit. So, therefore, there is no one to rescue the ungodly. But in Psalm 50:22, God's deliverance is for his people, those who trust and fear him. To the faithful you show yourself faithful. You show the humble, but bring low those whose eyes are haughty. And in Psalm 18:25, often the people of God who fear God and trust in him are seen as part of the deliverance because they trust God. But they mm-hmm. indulge in sin and rebellion. God may deliver them over their enemies. So those are some things that, like I said, Lady T, sometimes it can be so confusing because we used to wonder, or say we, some individuals wonder, or they want to say who God can bless, who God, that, we, that is out of our control. God bless who we want to bless. Now, yes. again, when we start talking about these different things, and I'm looking at something, and it says God still delivers people from deadly perils and from wicked men. But the dominant idea in the New Testament is God's deliverance from humankind's greatest fear, sin, evil, death, and judgment. Those are huge. They're very huge. Because yeah. just think of those yeah. things. We talk about, like you said, sin. Deliver me from these sins. Deliver me from evil, meaning, Lord, don't put me in harm's way and subject me to being around evil people. Death. People mm-hmm. say, we know we're going to die. I'm not right now. I ain't ready to go right now. And we start talking about judgment, mm-hmm. the perception of other people, of being judged by others. Those are just a few yeah. things that we got to be delivered from. And like you said, ourselves. Because when you think about this and we, we think about sin, we did that. We chose to do that. We talk about evil. We connect ourselves with evil individuals, and we know that they don't mean us no harm, but we do it. Death. We sabotage yeah. things. Yeah. We, we, we kill do. ourselves daily with some of the things that we do. And then the judgment. Yeah. Nobody can talk about you worse than you talk about yourself. That's right. That's absolutely right. So that, oh, we put yeah, ourselves you, in. You are in your own way. Now, by God's yes. power, believers are delivered from this presence of evil, what they call AIDS, and the power of Satan's reign. Because sometimes, like I said, we get caught up in these impulses. We get caught up in, in all of this stuff, Tammy. And sometimes individuals may struggle. They may slip. They may fall. But when you've been delivered, when you've been set free, it um, reminds me of the song that uh, Marvin Wayne sings. What is that? Oh, I'm looking for that. Okay, thank you. Um, when he talks about not crying anymore, you know when you've been over something now. We say, I'm over it now. Mm-hmm. You don't even talk about it no mm-hmm. more. Don't even right. hurt no more. You can't even they hurt don't. me. I've been delivered. That's right. They don't hurt. That's I don't right. care what you say about and, me. And, it, it, it doesn't even matter because I've been delivered from that. And like I said, yeah. man is one to not let you let things go. I, right. I don't even think about it. We have to. It's um, not. Mm-hmm. No, we have to. Well, we have to have the right mindset to to want to be delivered. And part of me, you know, wanting to be delivered and recognizing, oh, it's me, you know, Lord, deliver me, deliver my flaws, because I know the position I held, I know the position I hold, I know who I am, I know my relationship with Christ. So there's no way I can help someone, you know, get delivered because we can't deliver nobody. God does that. It's his decision. It's his choice. You have to ask him. So 
I can't help no one. I can't talk to no one when I'm teaching, when I'm praying. I can't I can't do that if I'm not delivered from my own self. And I'm carrying mm-hmm. a whole bunch of baggage because what I'm doing is I'm teaching from the baggage that I'm carrying. And I'm seeing the bag a little bit at a time on on the people that I'm talking to. That's true. That's true. And you know what? This is one thing that I learned as a therapist is people know. They know when you're authentic. They know when you're mm-hmm. real. They know when you're That's speaking right. the truth. I tell them individuals, I judge as a therapist, that you have an unorthodox style. That it works for some people. They want that. They need that. They can relate to that. Because my job is not to judge you, shame you, blame you. All I've got to do is get you to think. Because if you think about this and you realize you don't want this in your life, then you're willing to do something about it. But if I try to condemn you to make you want it, you ain't going to want it. You're going to reject it, and you're going to reject it onto the person that's trying to help you. That's why they say hurt people hurt other people, because sometimes individuals are so busy trying to change another person that they will change you first before you even change them. They then put that off on you. They then drop their stuff off on you. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about read Romans 7, 7 to 25. Somebody save me from myself is what is entitled. And it says, faith in motion. Mm-hmm. It says, what I'm doing, I do not understand. But what I will do, that I do not practice. But what I hate that I do, for the good that I will do, I do not do. But the evil I will not do, I will not to do that I practice are wretched man that I am who will deliver me from this body of death. And that's in Romans. And even going deeper, it says, did you catch that? Paul had convoluted ways of saying something pretty straightforward. And like I said, even in therapy, what I do, Tammy, is I get people to say, I do mm-hmm. what I shouldn't, and I don't do what I should. <laughs> that's, right. that's what you know. Right. Now, people think to relate to Paul in the Bible because he was right. he was in a wrestling match with sin, and sin was whooping up on him. And sometimes yes. it can be very frustrating because Paul knew that he what he shouldn't be doing, yet he was drawn to sin like a mouse to a cheese Latin trap. That's how my son is. My son is talk a good game, but boy, when you turn mm-hmm. your head, he's going to do exactly what he said he couldn't do. Okay, I see Joanne said, oh, mm-hmm. my break. Okay, Joanne, you got something to say about this show today, deliver me from myself. So we got to ask individuals, where are you most vulnerable to temptation? That's what you know you got to be mm-hmm. where you got to be delivered. When you know. Yeah. If ain't nobody looking, even if you are looking, I'm going to still do it. That could be a right, problem. Right, right. <laughs> so it yeah, could be, and you, wanna... you know, whether it's the internet, it could be watching TV shows, it could be eating certain foods, it could be consuming alcohol, it could be using drugs, it could be a whole lot of stuff that you know this is a battle. Joanne said, I haven't heard That's enough yet. Still, But even though you haven't heard enough of the show, Joanne, we're talking about deliver me from myself, because sometimes we can stand in our own way of healing. We can say, it's like having a sword, Lady T, and I, I got the scar, mm-hmm. and every time I start healing, I start picking, and I'm just picking, and I'm just picking. I'm not letting it heal, because I'm picking at it, mm-hmm. because I don't want to see it, but as I'm picking, it's growing, it's spreading, it's getting infected, but I'm yeah. picking. i got to stop it. Stop it, Jeanette. Stop it. Because I'm not allowing it to heal. I got to separate myself from this situation so that I can do better. Now, I'm going back to when we're talking about where that battle is, is where you know you're going to be in trouble. And talking about Paul, and Paul, it says, and that's what Paul said in Romans 7:25. Thanks be to God that is through Jesus, our Lord. When Jesus died, he broke the power of sin 
so it would no longer hold on to us. As through the power of resurrection, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that God has provided a way out from under every temptation, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. I was saying the other day, because I always accused of being greedy. People say, you greedy. All you do is eat. All you do is tell me, I tell people, I throw away my food. I'm still sitting up here now thinking about, ooh, it's lunchtime. I got Yoshinoya from Saturday. Girl, I hope that Yoshinoya don't tear my stomach up. <laughs> but I didn't eat my Yoshinoya. I wanted it at the time, but I didn't eat it, so I still got it. So sometimes we hold on to things that we need to let some things go. Let it mm-hmm. go. The life yeah. does not serve a purpose. You know, and even if you are given an escape, even if you're given um, some information, some resources, and try to help you get out of situations, you got to first take it to the Lord in prayer and be honest with yourself if you even want to get out of that situation. And that's like, yeah. when we see a lot of people get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm looking at in Proverbs, and it talks about in Proverbs 27, 5-7, it says, better is open to rebuke than hidden love. Wounds from a friend oh, yeah. can be trusted. But in enemies, you would do you would do yourself a huge favor by finding someone with whom you can be accountable for your weaknesses. That goes back to what mm-hmm. you said earlier about trying to go to people to get them on your side and telling your side mm-hmm. of the story but not telling the story, you know. And that's what we do. We need to be held accountable. So when we talk about deliverance from ourselves, when we remove yourself from the situation, Look at it from a different perspective. Be willing to ask for some help. Because like I said, God is a great deliverer. We talk about the exodus. When he delivered people from Egypt. When we got to repent. Sometimes we got to save ourselves from ourselves because of what's called self-destructive behaviors. That's what I've been looking for. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I ain't supposed to say his name on a on a radio show, but Jerome is just right. cleaning out my um, room, right? Girl, I've been looking for something. At first, I thought my son took it, but apparently my son didn't take it, so we just he just found it. Because I know if I go in that room and clean it up, all I'm going to do is clutter and transition into another place. So I'm trying to be delivered from all this junk I got in this room. But Jerome just found mm-hmm. something that I've been looking for, and then he found the other people. I don't know. You don't don't pull the trigger. Don't you pull no trigger again. He's got this dollar. Is it? I don't think it's. Okay. You know how to take the thing and pull it back? Girl, I'm acting like your mama right about now. But, um, he found it. Was it in the closet or from the bed? I see, and I hadn't been in that closet. Okay, so now we just got to clean it. Got to clean all of them. Be careful with that thing. Okay, we don't need no accident. Okay, all right. Okay, so at least that's one mystery that's been solved. Okay, so when we start talking about another way out is to ask God to deliver you from your, like I said, your daily sins, deliver you from what's been tempting you, you know, even, you know what, Lady C, this is a big one that mm-hmm. popped in my head. In my, we have so many individuals that are imposters. They, they're not honest. They lie to others, not realizing that they're lying to themselves. Sometimes right. you've got to deliver yourself from being a liar. <laughs> and they don't even realize it. They don't realize that they hurt anybody. <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's why I be that I know so I know some liars now. I know a few liars and they they believe what they say. And they need true deliverance. They they deliver me from lying. Just take that away from me to where I can be yeah. authentic 
I don't have to be this person that I want people to accept. I don't have to be this right. person that I think is like. No. Maybe you need to be delivered from that. You know, delivered from this alcohol addiction, the drug addiction, from um, domestic violence. Deliver. You know, another thing besides the lying, Lady T, sometimes we got to mm-hmm. deliver ourselves from this aggressive or compulsive behavior. It is crazy that you would think with all that's going on in the world, we should be becoming more close. We should be wanting to love on one another. But yet we're so busy yeah. fighting, doing. It's crazy. I saw some people that posted some stuff on Facebook about, and you were talking about buying another house. And I was telling you, I'm so sick. I should have bought another one in 2013. But yet we got all this going on to where some people can't even afford to even live where they live. So they don't have no choice but to congregate and live with one another. But they didn't even get along with one another. Can you tell me want to speak? But we're getting forced to where we got to be delivered from some of this hatred and envy and strife. And, you know, we got to pray that we take all some of this stuff away from us because it, it means it's no good. Absolutely no good, especially with what we see that's going on in the world. It's too much. It is way too much. Now, I'm looking at something, and it says here, it, it says memorize Romans. 2425, and it says, oh, what is a miserable person I am who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death. Thank God. The answer is Jesus, Christ our Lord. Because Mm -hmm. you can't do this by yourself. You you really can't. You got to change your attitude. You got to work on that in order to be elevated. Um, Lisa, she was notorious for telling me, God can trust you with that. God, I'm like, why? This pissing me off. Everybody gets to say, God can trust you. So, and like I said, if you're struggling with something, so let me see what you want the listeners to know. Because we talked about different things, saying me for myself, how to go about it. You got to admit it. You got to repent. What are some of the other things that individuals can do to be saved from themselves? Well, first of all, stop blaming others. When you when you mm-hmm. realize that it's a pattern that you're always blaming everybody for everything that happens in your life, then you uh-huh. should know then that you you need to be delivered. You need to, you're the one. It's you. So you need to ask God to forgive you. You need to repent. You need to do whatever it is so you can be delivered from yourself so uh-huh. you can see clearly because you're blaming everyone. So stop blaming everyone for your choices, you know, uh-huh. for like the things you, your choices. Right. You chose to do that. You knew what you were doing when you right. did it. Because that's my son. My right. son was like, all right. Mom, I would never give up. I'm looking at him like, do you not realize the role that you just played here? Okay. And what else can they do? We have, we have to learn how to take responsibility for everything we do, our actions, our choices, our everything. We have to learn how to take responsibility and stop trying to put it on someone else so they can solve our problems. We need to learn how to solve our own problems and go to God, you know, and Mm -hmm. tell him, it is me, oh, Lord, standing in the need of prayer. Please help me. Deliver me. Show me who I am. Show me me. Show me what I did wrong. Show me my flaws. Show me where I went went wrong so you can be delivered. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And once it sounds like you admitted, now I'm looking at something in regards to how do you save yourself. And it talks about, and you indicate it, and it's about 10 simple ways to save yourself from messing up your life. Stop talking so much and notice how you feel. Get in touch with you. Let go of worrying. I used to always Mm -hmm. tell the individuals, pray, don't worry. If you're going to worry, don't pray. Don't do both. And ease up on the internal commentary, the voices in your head telling you you deserve this, you know, you ain't nobody. No, don't do that to yourself. Right. Also, right. Take, um, give up on feeling guilty. Guilt is not going to help you. And stop being concerned with what the rest of the world says about you. When you're taking something to the altar or you turning something over to God, you don't have to tell nobody what you did. That's between you right. and God. 
And right. also stop keeping score. You know, a lot of times individuals are so busy keeping score in regards to even their accomplishments. You don't have to brag about what you've done. You don't have to brag about what you've been. That's where that faithfulness mm-hmm. come in, you know. Individuals start wanting to, well, you know, I did this, but you tell me what you did that was positive. You didn't tell me the little stuff that came along with it. So when we start also talking about that, and, and we're keeping score, and don't be concerned that your life or your career aren't working out the way you plan it because you don't know God's plan. Like I said, when I said that he delivered me from the job that I had, and did, I didn't know that I was being delivered and set free and placed in a different, higher position of authority. I didn't know that. I had no idea. So when you start talking about your plan, the closer you stick to any plan, the quicker you'll go wrong. The world changes constantly. However, Carefully analyze the situation, and when you made the plan, it, it, no matter how long it is, sit back and wait. Be patient. Another thing is don't let others use you to avoid being responsible for their decisions. Sometimes That's right. Sometimes other people, people will love to put it off on you. So we don't always just blame mm-hmm. other people for things. Sometimes people blame us for stuff. And don't worry about your personality. You really don't have one. Personality is like ego. It's a concept invented by your mind. It doesn't exist in the real world. Personality is a word for the general impression that you give thoughts to get through your words and your actions. If your personality is a lack of all day, don't worry. You can always change it. So we've got some individuals that have God has softened their heart. God has mm-hmm. put them in the places in their mind that they didn't even realize they could go. You know, like I said, I didn't know right. an LLC from a corp to a C corp to a whatever the case may be. But because I had mm-hmm. to step aside, take myself out of the and let God do with me what he was going to do with me. So, therefore, sometimes we say deliver me from myself. Don't be the one to stand in your own way. I see you, Rob, right there watching. You got to say about today's topic with deliver me from myself. All this drinking and negative attitude. And and here we go right here, Lady T, the negativity. Sometimes we got to deliver ourselves from Right. We so busy talking about what we can't do, we won't do if we talk about what we can't do, then we talk about what God can't do. He can't do this. Mm-hmm. He ain't going to help me. Oh, we, yes, he can. Yes, he mm-hmm. can. can. I was so, Lady T, it's called Black Jesus. Girl, that show is so funny. <laughs> I was just checking up with Lloyd talking about how he said God, that Jesus delivered him from drinking. He was mad because he didn't want to stop drinking. He tried to take Jesus to court because he felt he wanted to still be an alcoholic. <laughs> and he did not like He could not get drunk. <laughs> He was delivered from that. And the way he proved it, he was in the courtroom drinking a whole big old whatever he was drinking and whatever that drink is, girl, could not get drunk. Mm-hmm. He was delivered from it. Set free. So, Lady T, before we end the show today, and i got to go in here and help him clean out this room, what do you want the mm-hmm. listeners to know about me from myself? <laughs> just look. Just go repent. Because if you don't, you know, you might end up doing something you will regret. Because if you repent, sometimes God have a way of covering things that we've done and it don't get out because we went to him and we were sincere. Now, that don't mean go out and kill somebody and then repent because he ain't going to cover that up. (laughs) So don't do that. What I'm saying is, you know, sometimes we make mistakes. And we make wrong choices, but sometimes God will, you know, he will cover those up when we repent and we apologize because we are sincere in our heart and we really didn't mean to do it. And it was a bad choice and he knows that it's something we don't want to do again or we won't do again. So he'll do that for us. But mm-hmm. so you don't we, have to beat ourselves so guilty about right. it. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so guilt will weigh you down, and you don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you got breath in your body, confess with your mouth, mm-hmm. believe with your heart, you, know, you, you got to do that. 
and you got to ask to be delivered. They say you have not because you ask not. Girl, honey, I could be at the casino, right. and I'll be asking the Lord, can you give me 10? Can you give me a 5? Can you give... I know people are going be like, no, this one ain't at the casino. Lord, help me. You know? <laughs> Lord, please, Lord, no, I can't get... And I did good this Sunday. I went in, and Joe was like, you know you only get to go one time. You know? When he said, I give you that money back, he gave it back to me and let me play. I was fine. And I was content, and I appreciated that. We got to appreciate. We got to start respecting ourselves. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, again, I want to mm-hmm. see what you mean. ABC here at First Predicaments, Love Talk Radio, Topic Deliver Me for My Show. On Monday, it was brought to my attention. And a lot of us are at an age where many of us, I've been with our significant other and our spouses for a number of years, and people are transitioning. People are moving on. And it was crazy because when the lady was talking, I was thinking about being a teenager growing up in Compton, how many individuals were losing their baby daddies and their significant others in their teens, in their, you know, they were murdered. There were a lot of different things was happening. So on Monday, I am going to be talking about life after the death of a spouse because that's something that we're not, Trained for, we're not ready for. People grieve differently. So, what is mm-hmm. that supposed to mean in regards to your life after the death of a spouse? So, we'll be talking about that Monday on June the 20th, I believe, at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio at 12 p.m. If you want to join in on the show, give me a call 516 387 1914. Or if you have a topic of interest that you want to discuss, let me know. You can find me Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can call my office at 714-992-1677. Until then, stay blessed. Remember, bless God. And ladies, thank you. I appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.